This episode of the Columbia Basin Herald Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by the Moses Lake Chamber of Commerce. The chamber works to help businesses in and around Moses Lake flourish through networking opportunities, member-to-member savings for products and services, and connecting businesses with the resources they need to make Moses Lake a wonderful place to live, work, and play. For more information, visit moseslake.com or call the chamber at 509-765-7888. Again, that's 509-765-7888. Hi everybody, my name's Ian Bavona. I'm the sports reporter here with the Columbia Basin Herald. Today it's me and my fellow reporter Cheryl Schweitzer here in the studio. Uh, Cheryl has a uh, couple of topics she's going to hit today. Do you want to start with the Moses Lake City Council meeting? Yeah, um, I do want to say kudos to Ian. <laughs> it's been a busy and hectic week, and he still managed to get here and get us a podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Um, My yes. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moses Lake City Council um, discussed a very hot topic earlier this week. Tuesday was their meeting. Um, most people may know that there are some RVs that are not in the best of repair that have um, parked in some little, I guess they call them stub outs, mm-hmm. along, I think it's Central Drive. And the city's been trying to figure out what to do about that. And um, that was the subject of the meeting, or that was the, one of the main subjects at the meeting on, when, on Tuesday. Um, it's a complex situation. The city has certain things it can and can't do. Um, decisions from the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and this, the Washington Supreme Court kind of limit what it can do um, and limit what it should do. The city does have the right to, according to the city attorney, city does have the right to ask the people who live in the RVs to move them, but if it doesn't have an alternate place for them, it could open itself up to some liability. And Charles, who went to the meeting, said it lasted four and a half hours, and that was a, that was a lot of the discussion, was what to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, that still hasn't been resolved. We'll keep on it. It's a big topic and one that not only Moses Lake is facing. Mm-hmm. And then also this week, the I talked with the Tom Gaines, who's the Grant County Central Services Director, and he's kind of the lead for the new jail project. And the project is moving along. The county officials, the contractors, and some other folks will be looking at the drawings next week to see if the county has managed to squeeze out every ounce of cost savings that it can in its construction budget because the price of construction has gone up a lot over the last few years. And the county has a finite amount of money and they want to get the biggest biggest jail they can for their money, plus have money left over to um, remodel the existing jail. Mm-hmm. So that project is still going on. The that is called value-added engineering. That particular exercise is next week. Well, yeah, depending on when you listen to this, it's next week. Um, and then the next step will be to come back to county commissioners with what's called a guaranteed maximum price, which is the most 
that the county would have to pay for the project, mm. given the current design. And it may not be the county has around $100 million for the two projects, and the cost may exceed that. And if it does, then they'll have to go back and look at making some changes to the plans. That's still to come. The When I talked with Commissioner Rob Jones, he was saying he thought that they would probably get a guaranteed maximum price estimate by early summer. Okay. So they, and Mr. Gaines said that they did want to break ground this year. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is that, I'm gonna get this name wrong, um, David Rom was selected as the interim police chief in Othello. Mr. Shank, who's been, Phil Shank, who's been um, police chief for about eight and a half years, um, is retiring and going to teach at Othello High School. Oh, that's cool. So Mr. Rom is going to take over as the interim while the city looks for a new police chief. Okay, gotcha. Some interesting topics in Okay, the yeah, week. and you can find more on all those stories in the Columbia Basin Herald. It is only a dollar. <laughs> and if you don't want to buy the paper, or if you, you know, some of these are in editions earlier this week, you can uh, look them up online. Mm, okay. Absolutely, at ColumbiaBasinHerald.com. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think that's it for our news segment. Do you want to okay. shift into sports? I do. The next segment of the Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by Sue's Gift Boutique at 212 West 3rd Avenue of Moses Lake. Stop by Sue's to explore a variety of items, including ladies' apparel, candles, hobo purses, items for infants, Ilse Jacobson shoes, and jewelry. Stop in and support a Columbia Basin business with local roots. So, Ian, what's going on in sports this week? Well, I do know that we are in the thick of baseball, softball, soccer playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're preparing for track, mm -hmm. state, golf state, tennis state. So, yeah. take it away, Ian. So, it's about as busy as you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, some of the track, tar or track and field district meets are getting started this week. Uh, I believe the CTL's already started this mm -hmm. week, and a couple of others are going to get started over the weekend and into next week. Um, but today we're going to focus mostly on the ba or, uh, Basin tournaments involving boys soccer teams and baseball and softball teams, okay. just because we're kind of really in the thick of all those tournaments, and some mm -hmm. of them have already determined not winners yet, but those who are going to be going to state. So okay. we'll start with boys soccer. Uh, there's three teams that clinched their state berths, all in 1A. Uh, Quincy, right. Royal, and Waluke are all going to be going to the 1A Boys State Tournament. Uh, Othello in 2A is playing in a district crossover with the GSL against Pullman uh, today on Friday, uh, May 12th. The winner of that game has to state. Othello's hosting that game. Obviously, it's, it's being uh, held later tonight, so we won't have the results on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure we'll have something in the paper about that next week. Uh, Quincy, they had a 4-1 to win over Bridgeport on Wednesday in the 1A District 6 tournament. That includes some schools from 2B, mm -hmm. uh, like which, Bridgeport. Which Bridgeport is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those teams in the 2B District 6, like Brewster's also right. in that uh, that classification as well because they play their boys soccer in, in the spring, unlike some of the other 2B schools. But anyway, they're going to be playing, Quincy's going to be playing against Cascade from Leavenworth on Saturday for this District 6 final. Uh, Quincy swept Cascade in the regular season okay. with scores of 3-1 to one and 1-0. to zero. Okay. Uh, Quincy's heading back into the state tournament after uh, falling uh, falling out a bit earlier than they hoped last year with that number three seed. 
I think they're 15 and one now this year. So they're they so they kind of came. A good team. Yeah, and that one loss is to <laughs> Wenatchee in a 4A school. Four I think they lost by one goal. Uh, Royals also heading back to the state tournament. Uh, they had in their in the South Central Athletic Conference tournament, they lost to Toppenish two to zero in the first round, but they answered with th- a 3-0 win over Mapton, and then they answered with a 2-0 win over Wapato. Uh, they're in the consolation final. Um, both the teams who make it to the consolation final automatically qualify for state. Speaking of automatically qualifying for state, while Luke, who is in the South Central Athletic Conference finals, uh, or final against Highland, they uh, both those teams automatically qualify for state as well. So congratulations to those yes. three teams. Uh, it's going to be a busy, uh, busy week when the one A boys state soccer tournament rolls around. So what does that mean when we say qualify for state? Um, so we're not. It's not like a final four tournament mm-hmm. yet. We're yeah. still we're still working our way to that final four. Correct. Yeah. So okay. they're going to be. I forget how many teams make it to the uh, actual state tournament, but those three teams are going to be part of those. I don't know if it's a 16 team field or a 20 okay. team field, but they're going to be part of that. Okay. Uh, when Good that rolls around. That. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it's coming up soon. I think it'll be in about a week or two. Okay. So, but yeah, moving on to baseball and softball. I'm just going to do a quick run through of all okay. the local schools, uh, kind of where they are in the midst of their tournaments and all that good stuff. So starting with, we'll go alphabetically, so okay. no one's feelings gets hurt or anything like that. <laughs> uh, starting with ACH, their baseball team, uh, they finished in the top four of the Northeast 1B uh, regular season. They finished the regular season 15 and 0. Wow, okay. Yeah, so they're going into their, they already clinched the state berth by finishing in the top four. So now they're just kind of playing for, I mean, who wins the district tournament and then seeding once they get on the state. So we'll see how that turns out for them. ACH softball, they're in the regional round right now. Uh, That tournament's gonna start on May 19th. Uh, Afraid of baseball. Uh, they made a bit of a run at the end of their regular season, but they uh, sadly for them they got eliminated in the CWAC tournament. Uh, they made they after a first round loss to Othello in that tournament, they kind of answered with two wins in the okay. consolation bracket. But they got hot at the Gr- right time. Yeah, they definitely okay. did. Um, they ended up falling to Grandview in the consolation final. Okay. Afraid of softball, they get their CWAC tournament started tomorrow on Saturday, May thirteenth. They finished as the number two seed in the CWAC. They're going to be hosting that game. Uh, LRS, they're going to be their baseball team was eliminated in the first round of their playoffs last week to Kettle Falls in a four to three game. Uh, the softball team, they're going to be starting their district tournament, the Northeast Two B tournament uh, against Liberty on Tuesday coming up. On to Moses Lake, the baseball team is playing against West Valley Yakima in the district in the Big Nine finals today on Friday, May twelfth. Okay. Uh, that's a win and go to state game. Uh, if they lose, they're going to be hosting the winner of the Davis and Eastmont game tomorrow on Friday, okay. on Saturday, May 13th. So it's, it's a busy time. It's good for them if they win. Yeah, it's good for them. They can avoid that, uh, having to play another game one day behind. So. Okay. Uh, Moses Lake Softball, they're playing against Eastmont today. I'm going to be at that game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's a doubleheader. That game is, those games are going to decide who wins the Big Nine. Wow, okay. Yeah, so Moses Lake and Eastmont are both 10-0 right now. And uh, they'll decide, obviously, who gets home field advantage for the Big Nine tournament. That tournament's going to get started on May 20th. So we're still a couple days out from there. Uh, Moses Lake Christian, they were eliminated in their district tournament by Waterville Mansfield. Uh, their season ends with a 4-8 and mark. 
Othello, they were they're having a pretty good season, but sadly for them, they were also eliminated in their district tournament. Uh, they finished the year with a 15 and 8 record. Othello softball, uh, similar to do Freda, they earned they are a number one seed in the CWAC tournament okay. that gets started on Saturday. Uh, I forget what team they're hosting, but they're the number one seed, and uh, yeah. obviously home. Uh, home number one seed tonight. in the state or number one seed uh, just in the, in the CWAC, CWAC tournament. Okay. Yeah, once uh, once all these district tournaments are fig- figured out, that's when they'll figure yeah, out the seeding. Yeah, then they'll figure out the seeding. Okay. Yeah, uh, Quincy they lost to Chelan in the consolation bracket finals of the Quincy CTL. Quincy baseball. Quincy baseball. Yes. Okay. Yes, Quincy baseball. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, so their season <laughs> ends with a seven and ten mark, but they really made a run down the stretch to be able to make it there. So congratulations they, on a great their year. Their team. Around. Improved a lot over the year, from what I saw. Yeah, definitely. They're a really young team, so they'll be back. Uh, be back stronger next year for sure. Okay. Quincy baseball or softball moved to fifteen and five with a sweep over Cascade last night, Thursday night. Uh, their districts don't start till uh, May twentieth as well. Royal baseball, they're playing Zilla in a elimination game in the South Central consolation bracket today, um, and the Royal softball seventeen and one, continuing their strong year. They actually just defeated Eastmont um, wow. one to zero in an on-league game earlier this week, and Royal was actually Dang. the WIAA team of the month team for the April. Month, yeah. So congrats to them. That awards kind of for not just on-the-field achievements, but also those that you're making in your community in the classroom as well. Right. So that's always nice to see with these young athletes. So congratulations to it the Royal softball team. It is remarkable. I'm a lad while Luke in there. It is remarkable all the way from Quincy to Mattawa. You have a lot of excellence mm-hmm. in. Um, spring sports this year. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then moving on to Warden, uh, their baseball team, they're in their district tournament. Uh, they, shockingly, I know. <laughs> uh, they defeated Cleelum in the first round of their district tournament, who I think they had, Cleelum was 18-3 and three going in. They are in wow. the number okay. one seed out of the Eastern Washington Athletic Conference Western Division. <laughs> a, it gets a lot. Of, it gets very confusing sometimes with all these. It names. does. It does. They defeated Cleolum earlier this week on Tuesday, but then they lost to Tri Cities Prep uh, last night on Thursday. Okay. Um, they're going to be playing Columbia in an elimination game on Saturday. Okay. And then for Warren softball, they're opening their tournament next Wednesday. Okay. So we have, as I said, we have a lot of excellent teams. Yeah. Definitely a lot of strong teams. I can't wait for a state. Uh, it means I'm going to be running around like crazy. Yeah, there's going to be some collisions, local collisions between local teams. <laughs> yeah. Before the end of this. Mm-hmm, definitely. But it's a lot of fun and good luck to all the teams yes, that are still uh, out there fighting in their tournaments. Yes. Awesome. Well, I think go, that's going to do it. Yeah. Go. No, we won't do that. Just take that out. Okay. I was going to say, I was going to list them all. Go Pirates, Jacks, whatever. But <laughs> I don't know them all that well. I will do that one of these days, but not <laughs> not this week. Sorry. No, it's okay. I messed up anyway. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for the sports segment of the Studio Basin podcast this week. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll be back at you next week, updating yeah. you on all the district tournaments and district meets and, and district everything. District <laughs> everything and whatever's going on local in local news. Definitely. Thanks you all for listening again. The Studio Basin Podcast is produced by the Columbia Basin Herald, a local newspaper serving Grant and Adams counties in Washington State. Our publisher is Clint Schroeder, and our regional general manager is Bob Richardson. Our managing editor is Rob Miller. And our reporting staff consists of senior senior reporter Charles Featherstone, senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, and sports reporter Ian Bavona. 
The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us at editor at columbiabasinherald.com. And thank you for listening.